Um, I should probably only use my talking for this if possible. Yes, I agree. Do you have any pithy comment to start us off today, Jenny? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any pithy comment to start us oh. off today? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got nothing. No pith. You got nothing. All right. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. Despite feeling a little under the weather for this recording, I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. On today's episode, we are going to dig into the meaning behind this gem from our online pretend best friend, James Clear. You do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. In Ooh, Me Likey, I'm into a cool show on Netflix, and Jenny likes a very Canadian TV show, which is also available on Netflix, and it has, it has picked up some worldwide attention. My win is related to starting off the new year right with my habits despite this bad cold, and Jenny's learn is related to the realities of the overindulgences of the holidays. But first, we want to geek out for a few minutes and talk about goals versus systems as we think about what we want to accomplish in the coming year. So our online pretend best friend, James Clear, said this in a recent Instagram post. You do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that will get you there. This year, spend less time focusing on outcomes and more time focusing on the habits that precede the results. I love that. Same. I think that's awesome. And it reminds me of that thing he says about, you know, not making it about the thing you want to do, but the kind of person you are, like making it more about your identity, like really getting down to it. James Clear, how great is he? He's so good. Yeah. So in his book, Atomic Habits, he expands on that thought and he says, prevailing wisdom claims that the best way to achieve what we want in life, so getting into better shape, building a successful business, relaxing more and worrying less, spending more time with friends and family, is to set specific, actionable goals. So he says, for many years, this is how I approached habits too. Each one was a goal to be reached. I set goals for the grades I wanted to get in school, for the weights I wanted to lift in the gym, for the profits I wanted to earn in business. I succeeded in a few, but failed at a lot of them. Eventually, I began to realize that my results had very little to do with the goals I set and nearly everything to do with the systems I followed. He goes on to explain the difference between systems and goals. Goals are the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. If you are a coach, your goal might be to win a championship. Your system is the way you recruit players, manage your assistant coaches, and conduct practice. If you're an entrepreneur, your goal might be to build a million-dollar business. Your system is how you test product ideas, hire employees, and run marketing campaigns. 
If you're a musician, your goal might be to play a new piece. Your system is how often you practice, how you break down and tackle difficult measures, and your method for receiving feedback from your instructor. Now, James didn't have this one, but I added this one in because it sort of made sense, especially for this time of the year. If you are heading into the new year feeling gross with a little extra weight from holiday indulgences, your goal might be to lose 10 pounds. Your system that feels personal. <laughs> your system <laughs> is your grocery and your meal plan, your exercise plan and your sleep plan, or uh, and also maybe as Jenny will discuss later in her learn using a habit tracking app. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> that 10 pounds feels uh, oddly familiar right now to me. <laughs> it's that time of oh, year, Jenny. Boy. It really is. Uh, So now for the interesting question that James Clear poses in his book. If you completely ignored your goals and you focused only on your systems, would you succeed? So he gives this example. If you were a basketball coach and you ignored your goal to win a championship and you focused only on what your team does at practice each day, would you still get results? He says, I think you would. The goal in any sport is to finish with the best score, but it would be ridiculous to spend the whole game staring at the scoreboard. The only way to actually win is to get better each day. So in the words of three-time Super Bowl winner Bill Walsh, the score takes care of itself. The same is true for other areas of life. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Focus on your systems instead. So what do I mean by this? Are goals completely useless? Of course not. Goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. How great is James Clare? Oh my gosh, I love him more all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. So here's what he says next. If you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem isn't you. The problem is your system. Bad habits repeat Mm -hmm. themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. You do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Okay, I had read this passage before from Clear's book, which is Atomic Habits, but something happened when I read it again just recently and I had an aha moment about my own goals and habits, one in particular that I'll share in a minute. I thought that talking about this now is especially topical and relevant because we have just finished putting together our 20 for 2020 list which you, if you aren't sure what that is, it's our list of 20 goals that we want to accomplish in 2020. So check out episode 76 if you'd like to hear the goals that Jenny and I will be working toward this year. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might be a cool exercise for us and for our listeners to revisit their goal list and see if they have systems in place that make those goals possible. So I would venture a guess that the reason I had so many unfinished and unaccomplished goals on my 19 for 2019 was for this exact reason. I didn't necessarily have the good system. I had just had these fabulous goals. So I would also venture a guess that the reason so many people get so fired up in January about their New Year's resolutions and then they fall off by the end of January is that they haven't spent a ton of time thinking about the systems behind these goals. So the one goal that I had an aha moment about was my lack of consistency when it comes to exercise. I know exercise is good for me. I want to do it. I do it sometimes. I feel good when I do it. And yet... I have failed time and time again to get consistent with it, which if you've been listening for this podcast for any um, length of time, you'll be aware that that's the case for me. So I dug in to what is my system for exercise? And I realized that I don't really have one other than I want to exercise more. So I did, um, I know that I did do better when I was working with the trainer throughout the fall. Um, And that was because I had that external accountability built in, which is the system behind the goal, which that's one 
way to get that system to complete the goal. So now when I've thought about this some more, I've created a new plan to build exercise into my morning routine, which is pretty locked down. So I'm building it into a system that already works well and that I do consistently Monday to Friday. So I'm going to give it a go and I'll report back on this new way of thinking about goals versus systems and see if it's helpful, especially with my habit of exercise. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because it gives me a really good framework to keep in mind as I work this year to solidify some of my habits that have slipped. So it's not good enough to say that I want to meditate every day in 2020. I need to set up some systems to help me do this. Same goes for drinking more water. I feel like I write this every night in my five minute journal of, you know, what could I have done to make today better? I feel like I write, drink more water pretty often. Um, so I have a goal of drinking four bottles a day, but the system that I've designed presently only incorporates two of these into my day. So as I've mentioned before, I always drink a bottle of water in the shower in the morning and then I drink another one as I'm driving to work. So really Monday to Friday, this is very locked in, but I've never really fully put a system in that I say, okay, so when I drive home from work, I'm always going to drink a bottle of water. I've never really made that commitment, but I'm realizing I need to have a system because there's a reason that these two bottles of water I drink every day happen without fail. Sure. So, and I'm really seeing that this goal of drinking more water, I need these systems of how I'm going to do this because I realize I'm not going to do it during the day while I'm sitting at my desk, that is time reserved for drinking a fairly obscene amount of green tea. (laughs) So I need to find a way to work in that water. But I, I, yeah, I mean, this is so great. And it really makes you start thinking more in depth about not just what you want to do, but how exactly are you going to set yourself up for success? Um, The coolest part for me, especially listening to you um, when you're talking about adding more water in, is that I always talk to you at the beginning of our podcast in the introduction, I always introduce you as my much more disciplined friend, Jenny. What I've realized is that, yes, you're absolutely more disciplined and that's for real. But a big part of why you're more disciplined is because you have a life that's more systematic that you have created. Mm -hmm. Yeah. this it just all comes into focus for me it's so cool to think about it in a new way it really does come up for me as an aha moment in these last few days as we as i've been thinking about this so that's so cool i just need better systems i can have better goals better habits so i think um, too the other thing that i i've been thinking about you know we talked about the four tendencies framework from gretchen rubin yeah uh, last year we also talked about the enneagram i think that for me my personality types with both of those I really see as part of the reason why a lot of these are easier for me as well. Um, so on the Enneagram, I'm a one and some people refer to, there's the reformer or the perfectionist. So that can feel like a bit of a not flattering word to use for yourself, but it does help with discipline. Um, the other of the four tendencies framework, uh, from Gretchen Rubin is upholder where you're really internally accountable. So I, I see those two things as kind of like little advantages I have that help me feel like, okay, I have some tools here. I have some things about my personality that help, but also I have a pretty, um, scheduled life. Like I, I work a nine to five or an eight to three 30, if you will. But, um, it, it does set me up for the fact that there are ways like things that I can easily attach habits to things that I'm doing. Um, 
So that does work out pretty well. And as you know, it's lights out at 10 p.m. in our That's house. Right. No messing around. There's no messing around. The okay. timers go off. That's how we roll. So the cool part about this is that for any person, if they want to create a better habit, they just have to really look at their life. And as you mm-hmm. just said, find some things to tie those habits to, create the system so that you'll be more likely to reach your goals. Mm-hmm. So we definitely have something to cling to. That's right. We definitely want to hear um, from you if you try this or if this yeah. is something that you've noticed in your own life, how you uh, get to your goals or don't. Do you have a system in place behind your goals? So send us an email, theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com or catch us on the socials and let us know. Yeah, because even if in your life, you know, say if you're not someone like me who, you know, goes to a job at the same time Monday to Friday, maybe you, you always eat lunch around the same time. And that's a thing that always happens in your day you can anchor to or there's so many ways to do this. Sure. Ask us. <laughs> we'll talk to you about it. We'll tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now it's time for a segment which we call Ooh, Me Likey. Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity, anything that we found that we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So this week, I'm into a TV show on Netflix, and it's called Living With Yourself. Have you seen the show? (gasps) Okay, I've seen the trailer, and I love Paul Rudd. And I really want to watch it. I want to know. Tell me about it. Okay. So the what it says when you go to the Wikipedia is the, the, the synopsis is this. Okay. Living with yourself follows the story of a man who, after undergoing a mysterious treatment that promises him the allure of a better life, he discovers that he has been replaced by a cloned version of himself. Wow. So I don't want to give it's too a- much away because I, I kind of knew that already. And then when I watched it, I was like, whoa. So yeah. the reason why this one's cool and why I would pass it on as a um, as something that some of our listeners should uh, watch is that our theme is the improvement project, and this show is about this guy who's struggling and wants to be better, and mm-hmm. the way that he does it is different than I would have thought, but it's also kind of cool, and yeah. also Paul Rudd, so he's awesome. I mean, you need not say more because I really, really like Paul Rudd too, and I would generally watch anything that he was in but I have been nervous to check this show out because we read a little bit about it when we were checking it out yeah. and we actually kind of got nervous to watch it because we thought it was going to be really scary uh I wouldn't say scary but it's definitely dark like a thriller kind of no not really no not no? really like a thriller okay it's like it's actually could... like it's got a ton of funny in it because there's Paul Rudd and yes. um, I wouldn't say it's like a thriller. And there's a few scary things that happen, but nothing that will, you know, make okay. you close your eyes and get John to tell you what's happening. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. In my well, example. And fair. Okay. Well, maybe I'm going to check this out. Okay. And funny enough that you mentioned Paul Rudd, because that actually kind of leads into mine. So I saw a clip recently of Paul Rudd talking about how Moira Rose, who portrayed by Catherine O'Hara, is one of his favorite characters on television. So Moira Rose plays the matriarch on the Canadian television show Schitt's Creek, which is what I like this week. So good. Um, I watched a couple of episodes like a long while back, like probably years ago. But I randomly started watching it again because I had heard 
a lot of people talking about it, including someone in England. And I was surprised that it had made it that far and was getting that popular. And so I thought maybe I need to give this another watch. I cannot stress enough how much I am enjoying watching this show. And I agree with Paul Rudd that Moira is a pretty spectacular character. And she always makes me laugh when she's in a scene. And it gives me such a sense of Canadian pride to see all of these amazing Canadian actors on such a successful show. Oh my goodness. I love it too. And the one thing I will say, especially because you said you'd watched a couple of episodes, but then didn't go back to it. John and I started watching it. And the first two episodes, as I'm watching it, the only thing I can think is all of these people are terrible. And why would they don't have any redeeming qualities? And why would I watch this? And then all of a sudden, Ugh. something happens when you get to the third episode. And then you're like, Oh, I get it. This is amazing. Yes. And it just, it is one of those shows, which you don't often see this. But it gets going and it just, it maintains. You know, sometimes you can kind of see seasons that are a little weaker or it just keeps at a good cruising altitude. I love it. And so the ones I'm watching right now are the ones where the sun opens a store in the town and it's called Rose Apothecary. And I get so excited when they're, shooting a scene inside that store because it's so cute. Like it's very cool, very well done. Always has nice music on. I just want to like actually go to it. I wish it was a real store because it's really nice. So anyway, Shits Creek, check it out. I feel really weird saying shits. Yeah, but in this case it's a name. It's not yes. a bad word. Double T S C H I T T S. You got it. There'll be a I'm link in the show. Yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes. Okay, good. I'm not swearing, just to be clear. All right, let's move on to you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. All right, I'm up for the win. And I'm just going to simply say for my win this week that I'm off to a good start in 2020 with my daily habits, as well as my dry January despite catching a bad cold. So that's kind of a downer, but other than the bad cold, um, I've been every day with my Duolingo, every day with my gratitude journal, every day with reading for 15 minutes. Um, I'm feeling good about it. So good on you, buddy. How about you? What's your learn? Uh, despite my best intentions, I went off the rails food wise during the holidays, which I don't even feel bad about. I really enjoyed what I ate, but I admit that I don't think I was actually really savoring it. I was just, as I refer to it, shoving it down the chipper. That's how I tend to refer to it when you're just pounding it back. So, for example, Jeff came home from Costco with a huge bag of sour cream and onion chips, and I ate the entire thing myself. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, over the course of, I mean, not a huge amount of days, but let's not dwell on it. (laughs) Um, in December I was sick with what I'm pretty sure was bronchitis and I was really down for the count and it made me not want to eat well. I couldn't stomach my smoothies. So I had a break from that. And as a result of all of the things that happened in December, including the things I enjoyed, I kind of feel yucky now. So I really was looking forward to using the new year as a way to 
have a clean slate, do a reset, get back to better habits. You and I were talking about this and you reminded me of how my fitness pal is a great way to use the strategy of monitoring to get a little bit um, more light on my eating habits, shed some light on that. So I've been using it since January 1st and it's really helped make me more aware of what I'm eating and why I'm eating it. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not eating totally healthy, but I'm recording what I'm eating in the app and it's just helping me build that awareness. Um, cause I did, you know, as we mentioned, you may have thrown out the term 10 pounds. I may have, uh, <laughs> yeah, gained somewhere in that realm of things, but well, good for you for getting back on track. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm learning and you helped me learn that I need to do what I know to do. You know, well, and you said in the past that that was something that was helpful for you, especially when you were feeling like I need to get refocused. So that's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. And that's it for this episode of the improvement project. Let us know if our discussion about goals versus systems has given you any aha moments as you approach what you want to accomplish in 2020. Get in touch. Our email address is the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we hope you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. almost lost my Duolingo streak last night. I was in bed and I was like already asleep. And then I just woke up and I was coughing and I was like, Ugh. and then I went in the kitchen and I got myself some water and I just looked at my phone and I saw a notification that says your 314 day streak is at risk. And I was like, what? How did I, what I did, time was that at? Uh, I don't know. Like 10 o'clock I went to bed early, but still I was Holy like, smokes. what the hell? You're lucky you got up, eh? <laughs> yeah.